Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Mr. Potato Head say he's a man. How dare you start a business, make money and plan. How dare the earth be round, how dare the sky be blue. How dare you not be woke enough to bitch about it too. I work hard. <laughs> Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on <laughs> The Offended Song. That's appropriate. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and, of course, Follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. The Offended Song by Buddy Brown. It's a pretty appropriate intro for this piece. So earlier this month, ABC News suspended The View co-host Whoopi Goldberg for two weeks after she said the Holocaust was not about race. The network then said Tuesday in a statement that Kim Gons, in a statement rather by Kim Godwin, president of ABC News, called Whoopi's comments, quote, wrong and hurtful. The question is, was that enough and was it fair? Joining us now to discuss this is David Rubin. He is the former mayor of Shiloh, Israel, the author of the new book, Confronting Radicals, What America Can Learn from Israel, and founder and president of the Shiloh Israel Children's Fund. David, thank you for joining us. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Thank you, John. Good to be with you. David, what, you know, what she said, for those of my audience who may not have heard it, maybe, maybe they don't watch The View, I'm sure that's a large portion of my audience, but what she said was the Holocaust isn't about race. No, it's not about race. It's not. It's about man's inhumanity to other man. Uh, she's apologized and, of course, was suspended for two weeks. She just, I guess, this week is back on the air. But I don't know. Is that enough? Does that seem enough to you? No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. In fact, in fact, the the issue here is that she is saying that it's not about race. Now, let me give you a little background about the the people who we're talking about. We're talking about the Jewish people. Okay, now, uh, Jews in America, you know, pe- people look at Jews in America and they think, well, you know, Jews are a particular kind of white people, uh, or at least Whoopi thinks that apparently. Uh, but if you come to Israel, you really notice that the Jews are multiracial people. You take a walk through Jerusalem, you see Jews from Ethiopia and Jews from Yemen and Jews from Poland, and Jews from the United States, and Jews from Argentina, and Mexico, uh, all over, all over the world, many different races. So Jews are multiracial people. Uh, But the truth is, that's not important. And it's not important uh, what Whoopi Goldberg uh, said about Jews being a white people. Uh, What is really important is that Adolf Hitler and his Nazi party said that the Jewish people 
are an inferior race. Yeah, subhuman. An inferior race and subhuman, yes, but an inferior race and need to be wiped out, need to be slaughtered. And he, and he succeeded in killing six million of us. Now, that's obviously what's important here in the context of the Holocaust. And Whoopi Goldberg seems to be stuck on this narrative that, that was promoted by Black Lives Matter, promoted by the far left in the United States, that says that the definition of racism is hatred of people of color, and specifically black people of color. So, uh, you know, she's, she's just parroting what the far left says. She's doing their bidding. And uh, so that is that is the, the major problem here. I don't think Whoopi Goldberg is the major problem. I think that the narrative of the far left, which is in essentially a racist narrative that says that a black person cannot be a racist, uh, even though uh, most of the anti-Semitic attacks in Brooklyn over the past couple of years have been by black people against Jews. Uh, so, <laughs> doesn't mean that all blacks are racist, of course. Not. No, yeah. But it does. But it does. And it doesn't mean that all white people are racist, of course not. But it does mean that that uh, that racism goes across borders. Racism goes across races, and 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 it's bad. But but I I, th I think this narrative of the far left that that only white people can be racist, that is in and of itself racist. Well, and the other thing that is glaring here is the double standard. Uh, Paula Dean apologized several times for using a racial slur back in the late 70s. She was fired. You know, Roseanne Barr was sorry after her offensive tweets emerged. She was fired. Uh, look at what the left is trying to do to Joe Rogan and you know Whoopi Goldberg gets a two-week suspension and she's back on the air. It just that is so obvious that it's glaring, but it's and a Ro it's a clear and, double standard. And Roseanne Barr wasn't just fired; she was fired, and her career was ruined. Yeah, she was blacklisted. So this is this is a, a double standard that that should not be. It's it's not fair. It's not correct. And and that's that's the problem with you know the the left knows how to play the shutdown game, they know how to play the cancel culture, they know how to do censorship as long as it's being done to those on the right side of the political spectrum. If if it's somebody on the left, well, they're very quick to forgive and forget. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned that because. There's definitely a question that arises because why do liberal hosts, liberal celebrities, they're held to an entirely different standard than anyone else? How long has it been that, you know, before Andrew Cuomo or uh, yeah, Cuomo got got fired? How long has it been that that Joy Reid on MSNBC has been able to keep her job? It just seems like these these hosts oh, sure. stay on the air ad nauseum before they finally get terminated um you know you wrote a, a book 
about former President Trump and the Jews, called Trump and the Jews, uh, and compared the way, you know, if you compare the way President Trump was treated by the press and the way Joe Biden is treated, I mean, have you ever seen a friendlier bunch of sycophants? It's the double standard is just is glaring. Yeah, and and if and if you look at my latest book, Confronting Radicals, What America Can Learn from Israel is the subtitle. Uh, if you look at the chapter that talks about about those double standards and about the semantic games that are played by the left, uh, you see that it's it's just glaring. It's glaring. Roseanne Barr. Uh, wasn't just fired, as I said. Her career was ruined, and and all of the others that you named. And and yes, President Trump uh, was obviously held by a difference to a different standard uh, than Biden. Biden's uh, obviously seemed to have far more corruption as pertains to the Ukraine, as pertains to China, and now we're finding out. Through the the investigation, uh, we're finding out more and more that that there there was nothing there with Trump. There there was no no uh, conspiracy of any kind. Uh, but with Biden, there seems to be a lot more there. There's a lot of dirt there uh, with Hunter and and with his his brother with Biden's brother. Uh, there is a lot of uh, corruption that still has not been investigated and hopefully will be investigated uh, if if the the tables are turned in the next elections. Even something as simple as you know him not being willing to take questions from the press or his cognitive ability. I remember when you know they they were after Trump trying to question his mental capacities, his health. They don't do any of that with Joe Biden, and they don't point out the fact that Biden won't take questions from the press. They just get shuttled out of the room. No one bothers to question why we're being ushered out of the room. They just, oh, yeah, well, we're not allowed to ask Joe. How dare we ask Joe? It's it just it, the, the double standard here is is so obvious, and it's unfortunate. I, I mean, I... I just don't understand why they put up with it. Well, people are starting to wake up, John. Uh, it's it's clear to me, and and I'm looking at this as obviously an objective uh, observer, being in Israel, and uh, it's clear that people are waking up. That people on the conservative side of the spectrum are waking up, and they're starting to notice things. As someone who's outside, literally, I mean, I'm an outsider here in Israel. What does the international community see in, in, you know, Joe Biden? I mean, right now we're facing a, a possible Russian invasion of the Ukraine. Um, after what happened with Afghanistan, I cannot imagine that Putin is at all intimidated by the ice cream eater at Pennsylvania Avenue. They are seeing weakness. They are seeing weakness. And as one in the Middle East where, you know, it is a pretty bad neighborhood. We have some very difficult neighbors. And uh, and those neighbors recognize weakness. Uh, but it's not just, it's not just uh, people here in the Middle East, but many other places. They recognize the weakness of this president, and they're very concerned. Friends of the United States are very concerned. 
the enemies are, you know, gleefully uh, licking on their own ice cream and <laughs> waiting for the chance to pounce. Yeah, I can only imagine. David, I appreciate you uh, again for those of my listeners who might be interested. The book is called Confronting Radicals, What America Can Learn from Israel. It's available on Amazon. They can also find you at davidrubinisrael.com, correct? That's right, davidrubinisrael.com. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you again for joining us this evening. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. Carry on the fight, my friend. Thank you, John. You have a great night. We'll be taking your calls at 745, and I'll be sharing my thoughts, my monologue with you to kick up our our 8 o'clock hour. But coming up after the break, State Senator J.R. Clays will bring us our legislative update from Topeka. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.